Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly Loves on News Radio 930 WBEN. Beaver, Beaver, Beaver. Uh, Orchard Park uh, dealing with Beaver. And uh, some parts of Orchard Park, the beaver get a death sentence. Other parts, uh, not so severe. Problem is, you can't relocate beavers. The state law prevents you from relocating beavers. So I guess the choices are you either learn to live with them and you you construct some kind of a bypass system so they don't cause flooding, uh, or you, you kill them. And as I've said, if you got to kill them, you got to kill them. But I'm not a big fan of the whole drowning thing. Um, I think that would be a horrible way to go. Um, I, I would prefer just a quick shot to the back of the head. Um, I'm sure that they have the adequate Orchard Park uh, PD marksman who would have no problem uh, taking out a beaver and making it quick and as painless as possible. But that's just me. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. What, what, what is the problem wildlife you have in your area now keep in mind if i was wildlife and i was doing this show i would i'd be saying what are the problem people life you have what kind of problems are the people causing uh here is uh, fran again in allentown uh, let's let's start over fran because uh, quite frankly i had a real hard time hearing you i had to change studios during the break okay um my niece and her husband have a lot of land along uh, old lake shore road by bennett beach and they would, they had a tumbler of corn and they would feed like herds of deer would come in with the brambles in the forest that they have. But they stopped doing that because they go down to Florida um, in the wintertime. But in any event, um, she plants beautiful gardens and the deer were coming up and eating her gardens. She read somewhere where if you take your, your brush when you brush your hair and take the hair out of your brush and sprinkle it around your garden, they won't come near it. Well, there are a couple of things here. Number one, it is actually illegal to feed the deer in New York State. Number two, it's it's unhealthy. But let me let me let me if I just might make a point here. Number two, uh, it's also not good for the deer because you basically congregate the deer together, which fosters the uh, spreading of deer on deer disease. Number three, you make them dependent on human sources of food. And if they're feeding uh, corn and in the summertime, and then they're going in the wintertime to Florida, do you think the deer might be a little bit confused? They're not doing the deer any favors. Well, well there, there's a lot of there's a lot of under the brambles. If you go down on Lake Shore, there's a lot of things that the deer can eat other than that. But um, I just I want to let tell you also 
I saw a porcupine once. Uh, a great big porcupine. Great big por- Okay, tell us. I, I, I'm fixated on porcupines. Where did you see it? I need to know because I, okay. I need to see a porcupine before I die. I also need to see an owl in the wild. I've heard them, but I've never seen one. Okay, I've seen owls, and I've seen their, their um, what do they call them, like their little fur uh, droppings with the little steamers and the mice. But and anyhow, I was up in the, the Catskills, uh, about maybe 45 miles from New York City up north, into the Catskills. We were camping out. And it's a logging road, and we were all, like, laying in our, our sleeping bags. And uh, I was waking up, and I saw this porcupine just walking up, you know, sniffing the air. <laughs> Came up pretty darn close. I just had my eyes kind of, like, open. <laughs> Didn't want to move. But he was big. <laughs> it was freaking big. <laughs> you know? And then he turned around and walked back into the woods again. You know? Okay, I, I I I I now have to look up. I, I think they're just called owl pellets, if I'm not mistaken. Is that is that what correct? What it is? It's owl pellets. Yeah. Owl owl pellets. Okay, you I, can I, find I have them up in Spraybrook uh, Park. If you go on the nature walk, you can find them all over the place up there. Um, I'm but I, I want I want to have a natural encounter, and I, I was unaware until I just looked it up, and you made me look it up. The uh, North American porcupine can be two to three feet. I did not know porcupine were so big. I thought they were he tinier. Was he was fat. He was fat. He was big, and he was fat. He hmm. waddled up. <laughs> he waddled up, and then he was closely followed by deer that sniffed the air. And I was, like, watching them come up and check us out because we were up far enough where they weren't used to seeing people up in the, the hills there. Yeah. Up in the Catskills. So that that was a very, very neat neat thing. But, uh, I mean, Fred, I, I hope you know. I, a, go ahead, please. I, I was going to say, my, my dad brought an owl home once. Honest to God, a little um, hoot owl that he saw underneath a uh, train culvert. And uh, he, he thought, well, it was going to get run over. It was probably lost by his mother. So he picked it up and put it in the car and brought it home. We had an owl in our house for a little while, and then we let him go. But I wonder how he <laughs> fared. I mean, today you'd call it wildlife little, little owl. rehab. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Fran. I appreciate hearing you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. So Beaver are an issue in Orchard Park. And there are some people who would say, well, move the beaver. Well, you, you can't. There's a law against relocating the beaver because it would be too stressful on the beaver. So I guess drowning them is less stressful on the beaver. Um, but look, I understand. Beaver, if, if, uh, if, I, if, if Tanner had a house and Tanner lived by a creek and there were beaver everywhere chopping down, gnawing down his trees and building lodges and then causing flooding. I would think that Tanner would think that the beaver were a problem, right? Am I, am I correct? You've got your biggest investment for most people, their real estate investment, their real property, and it's not fair to a homeowner to ask them to endure the damage that is caused by beavers. Tanner, are you nodding your head in agreement? Yes. Yes, because people can't see you nodding your head in agreement. Uh, I, I can see you, kind of, if I look through my glasses, just the right way. 
Um, but you, it, where you come from, you come from the country. Yes. Basically. Yeah. Um, did, did you guys have any issue with beaver or any other wildlife? Not that I recall beavers, but deer were always a, a big issue, particularly um, driving. Got to be careful at night. Some of the, the back roads in the uh, the corning area and some of the smaller towns because uh, they'll be out at, at uh, night. And I've never never hit one myself, luckily, but I've been mm. in the car with a friend of mine who uh, hit a deer who was driving me home one night when we were hanging out. So got to be careful for deer. Oh, absolutely. And uh, look, I mean, that. It, I mean, beaver uh, are... That is one of the big subjects uh, today on the radio station. Um, never thought I'd be doing a show on Beaver on News Radio 930 WBEN. But we did one um, probably about 20 years ago uh, when Barry Weinstein, I believe, was the supervisor in Amherst. There was some real concern uh, by people along, I'm pretty sure it was North Forest and the creek by North Forest because the beaver had found ideal habitat in which to live. But the problem, there there were two problems. Number one, you would see on a regular basis trees very heavily damaged by the beaver. I mean, extremely. Like beaver teeth must be like tiny little chainsaws. They are seriously. AJ's Tree Service should hire some beavers to help them out in taking uh, taking down some of the trees. Uh, And I'm not even kidding. I think they should probably you know be very cheap employees uh but in any of that and cheap employees to hire but the uh situation is that they are injurious to trees and they can also with their beaver lodges cause flooding and for everybody who loves beavers and look i i love beavers i think they're cute i love watching them swim i love watching them doing beaver stuff but in all fairness if my home was near a beaver lodge and I had to watch the water level every single time something happened, like the spring thaw or a heavy rain, because the beavers were out, I think I'd be a little bit ticked off. And I'd also be a little ticked off if uh, the trees in the neighborhood started being chopped down one by one by beaver. And in Amherst, I did see the result of uh, a cluster of beaver uh, in the area, and you'd see trees that were heavily gnawed upon one day, then the next day they were completely down. Um, they are little um, marvels of engineering, but they're also tr- tremendously destructive. Now, most of you do not have an issue with beaver uh, in your area. I mean, beaver, obviously, they're looking for water, they're looking for trees, and they do beaver stuff. They build beaver lodges. And these things are, beaver lodges are truly one of the marvels of the animal world. How they know to do what they do. It's like, have you ever seen the videos of um, of uh, bald eagles building a nest? It is amazing. And Speaking of amazing engineers, you might not think of this, and you actually might have a problem with them in your area, but squirrels. You've seen squirrel nests, and I don't care how windy it becomes in western New York. I don't think I've ever seen a squirrel nest that has been blown out of a tree. They know what they're doing when it comes to building a place in which to live, those squirrels do. The only problem with the squirrels where I live, I think they're so inbred over the years 
that they're very stupid. You know, the word squirrely is out there for a reason. And these little creatures are very squirrely and they're also very stupid. Uh, and it invariably, and maybe you can relate, and it kind of sucks because the squirrel's coloring kind of blends in with the roadway, so you really got to be paying attention. Um, and you've got to honk your horn, and then sometimes they'll move out of the way, but then they'll jump right back in the way of your car. I'm sure you've, you've had this happen. Uh, Tanner talked about the deer situation. Um, and the deer situation, uh, we did a show not that long ago on the deer problem in western New York. And let me tell you where I happen to live, which uh, is in the village of Williamsville, I don't have any idea how many deer there are in the village of Williamsville, but it is absolutely incredible. And it has grown by leaps and bounds. And the uh, Amherst State Park, you ever want to see deer? The Amherst State Park, sunrise, sunset, you walk around there, and I'm not exaggerating, you will see dozens, possibly hundreds of deer that are walking around. It is, it is amazing that they can all find food. Uh, 803, do you have a wildlife issue in your neighborhood? Is it, uh, does anybody have a porcupine problem? I, I would kill for a porcupine problem. 803, I mean, I wouldn't want one. I'm just, I, I'd like a story about a porcupine problem. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. The uh, phone number on News Radio 930 WBEN. What should be done with the beaver? Uh, I feel bad for the beaver, but I don't see any alternative. If the law says you can't move a beaver from uh, point A to point B, well, what alternative do you have? You can try to put a pipe through the lodge, supposedly, and that does something to mitigate any flooding caused by the beaver. But um, how long that lasts, how well it works, I, uh, I'm, I'm not 100% on that at all. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And does anybody in western New York, <clears throat> uh, does anybody have an issue with rats? We did, if you will remember, decades ago, we did entire programs on rats in western New York. And I'm not talking about, hey, you dirty rat. I mean real, legitimate rats in western New York. And to be very frank with you, um, I used to feed the birds in the backyard, and I stopped feeding the birds in the backyard because guess who came along for the free food? The rats came along for the free food. And I've told you the story about the little fellow, and I, I must admit he was rather cute, not going to lie, but he would know when I was coming out with the bird seed, and he'd just sit up on his hind legs He'd look at me, he'd look at the bag of food, and he knew that all he had to do was wait a few minutes and little droppings of seed would be his for the munching. He had the, uh, the rat munchies, apparently. And that's why you've got the garbage totes now, because what you do is you take away the food source of the rats. And nobody wants rats in their neighborhood. Nobody. Here is uh, Mark in uh, Ransomville. Mark, welcome. You are on WBEN. Do you have some kind of a wildlife issue in uh, Ransomville, sir? 
Uh, no, we don't have a, an issue out here. I've been trapping them for years. I got friends with property down in North Collins, and I trap all over that uh, down around North Collins. Um, there's really not much you can do about it once the beavers move into the area because New York State does have a law. We don't have a relocation program. Other states do, but New York State does not. And at this point of this time of the year, you'd have to relocate them to someplace far down south where they'd be able to build new dams and new lodges at this time of the year. And it would be. It's pretty stressful on the animal. Yeah, that's what they say. They, that we, you can't relocate them uh, from New York State, even within New York State, because of the stress it causes the animal. Um, the, the, the problem that I have, Mark, is when you trap them, you drown them, and, and that is what kills them. Is there a better way that might be somewhat faster, that might be more merciful to the animal? I mean, if it's got to go, couldn't we make it a little faster? Well, uh what they're trapping with probably is what they call a leg hold trap, which is what does. They slip back down into the water. You trap near their slides, and they slide back down into the water, and later the trap holds them down. I use what's called a conibera trap, and a conibera trap is they swim through the trap, and it, it snaps their neck, and it, it kills them quickly. And I use that on everything from small. We, I, I don't know what just happened. The call just totally dropped off on us. Uh, sir, I hope you did not get your neck trapped in one of the traps of which you were just speaking. Um, we just totally lost the connection. Nothing would surprise me today. Um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Best call of the day. <laughs> and it just it, it went on us. But, yeah, I mean, snapping of the neck should be, in theory, a very fast way to dispatch a beaver. Um, I mean, that is the theory behind the hanging when we had capital punishment of a human being. Um, and allegedly, and I don't know because I've never seen in real life somebody being hanged. I've seen videos of hangings. Uh, but uh, supposedly somebody who had seen a whole bunch of hangings and then had seen an electrocution said, wow, I'd rather see 100 hangings than just one electrocution because it was a messy and botched electrocution. They said the hanging was far more merciful. And when it's done right, um, if you are able to break the vertebrae, uh, it should be uh, relatively quick. Um, Mark, why, thanks for calling back. Why, why did you decide to go with that kind of trap? Because you're a, a merciful kind of fellow? I'm an avid hunter and sportsman, and, and pretty much I, what I kill, I eat. I, I, I don't like to watch animals suffer. I've had a lot of animals, wildlife as pets when I was younger. Uh, it, the suffering bothers me. So, yeah, I, I prefer the conibera traps because it does. It kills them quickly. Uh, now, do you eat beaver? Hindquarters is pretty much the only thing edible on them. Um, the rest of the meat is it's really greasy, and it's, yes. uh, there's not much on the upper body. They're, um, but I've got pictures of animals that we pulled out of uh, out of North Collins on my friend's property that uh, we took out that were eighty pounds. I, I'm sorry, eighty pound beavers. Then it's not uncommon either. Um, you see that little head running, swimming through the water, and everybody thinks, "Oh, cute little." Yeah, well, that that little head, you know, can be hiding a twenty pound body, can be hiding an eighty pound body, and. I believe the record comes out of Canada um, at a, just over 120 pounds. That is a huge beaver. 
Um, That's a huge animal, and they're they're they do do a lot of damage because um, they're well, number one, their teeth never stop growing, so they're gnawing away oh. at the bark. That's their food. They're eating the bark. Right. And I've seen them girth a thirty-six inch tree just to eat the bark and to kill the tree. They won't drop the tree, but I've seen them girth them. Oh, Mark, if, if you could hold on through the news break, uh, that would be awesome because you're somebody who does this for a living. You trap beaver for uh, a living, and or you know at least a supplemental income. But I mean, this is a a fascinating area uh, to me. I mean, look, I'm again, I'm just I'm not a big fan of drowning. The trap that breaks the neck seems a lot more humane to me. If the beaver has to die, I accept that the beaver has to die. I'm just saying that there's got to be a humane way to do it. And according to Mark, there is a more humane way to do it, and that is the way he does it. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Anybody have problems with uh, wildlife in their neighborhood? Could be skunks. Could be snakes. Anybody have a, a snake infestation? And the good news is around here, we largely have the garter snake. And I've seen some enormous garter snakes around here. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, Tanner Saunders is on a roll, and uh, we're talking about nuisance wildlife in your neighborhood because Orchard Park has an issue with beaver and you can't move beaver from place to place. That's a New York state law. So the only thing you can really do is come up with a way to mitigate the flooding or just uh, whack the beavers. Uh, Let's get back to uh, Mark in uh, Ransomville. Mark, I was unaware that uh, beavers actually made good eating. Uh, as far as you said, the hind the hind quarters of the beaver. What what do they taste like? Actually, they to me they tasted kind of like beef, but they had uh, sort of a, a liver aftertaste. Ooh, I've I've never had liver, and I'll never eat liver. I I can't even watch somebody eating liver. It's one of my things. No, yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> any kind of gut meat is not something that's on my. I've eaten the outsides off of just about every animal on the North American continent, <laughs> but. The insides, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> okay, wait. I just got to know something quick before we continue our conversation. Where are you on pork belly? <laughs> What's bacon? Okay, because I only ask you that because there's a certain restaurant in the area, and it seems like every single night somewhere on their special menu, there is pork belly. Like they've gone pork <laughs> belly crazy uh, and sea creature crazy. <laughs> 
but anyway, uh, tell tell us more about the the. I was unaware that uh, beavers could weigh a I mean, hundred pounds. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, it's not uncommon. Like I said, 80 pounds in the area that, that I've been trapping is not uncommon. Um, they do get up to 100 pounds easily. And like I said, the record was, was came out of Canada. Um, and I believe it was on the same um, uh, dam that also holds the record for the longest dam. It was just under a mile long. Can, can you explain, Mark, to people, um, you, you were talking about the damage that the uh, beaver do to trees can can you explain to to folks um why these beaver lodges are so injurious to the property owners around them uh it's easy um the reason i started trapping down in north collins was because they got into a small creek uh that runs near my friend's house and down into the woods where we couldn't see them they had built dams and a few years ago we got uh, one of those flash floods that hit and the creek diverted itself. And when the creek overflowed the banks and diverted itself, it flooded out his basement. It flooded out a house and it actually knocked down part of the basement wall. Um, he has a total of 100 acres or 130 acres total. 100 of it is on the backside of uh, railroad tracks that run through the property. And on the other side where they had gotten into and we weren't aware of it, here's 30 acres of ground back there underwater now. Because of the beavers. Yeah, because of the beavers. They'll, in the area down there, it's all flatland, and the beavers do what's called colonization when they've got flatland. They, they don't like to leave the water for very long. They don't like to go very far to forage for food. So as long as they've got flatland like that where they can just keep building larger and larger dams hmm. and then flooding more and more land out, they can get at to more and more food. Uh, okay, so I could easily look this up online, but... Why do that when I've got an expert on the line? Um, you, you talked about the uh, eating of uh, parts of the beaver. Um, what do beaver eat themselves? Bark. The bark. Off the, that's what they're eating. That's the it? Off the trees is what they're eating, yeah. Only yeah, bark. Vegetarian. Wow. Uh, there are certain trees that I guess that they, they, like poplar and alder, anything out of the alder family is one of their favorite things, but they will eat the bark off of just about anything. Sweet maple, especially. They'll also eat um, like the red bushes that are out in the woods and the creek. You know, and that's their. As long as they can get at forage for themselves like that, they they won't leave an area. Talk about Once a high five. An area diet. where they can't build a dam large enough to to get close enough to food, then they'll either move upstream or downstream. Wow, that, that that's just in, incredible to me. And how um, quickly does a beaver colony? Um, become big i mean how how many little beavers does mama beaver produce a year um what i've been told it was upwards of three and the kits usually stay with the mom and the dad for two to three years um and the uh the males especially once they learn how to you know to properly build a dam which takes i think their second year is when they really start to do that when they really start to help mom and dad out so two to three years, and after the third year, they definitely move on and start. They'll, they'll build their own lodge. And in an area where, like I said, down in North Collins where they're colonized, um, they don't leave the area. They'll build a lodge of their own somewhere else on the pond. The dam is not where they're building their lodges, but um, that's usually a lump of mud and stick out in, in, in deeper water where you can't get at them. But they will also do what's called, you'll hear about a bank beaver, where they'll actually dig a burrow in the bank close to the water. And they'll build a lodge underground in there. 
Wow, that's uh, that's fascinating. Everything you always wanted to know about beavers and more. Um, Mark, mm-hmm. any, anything that uh, I did not ask you that you wanted to point out to people? Mark. There, I lose you again. No, no, no. Is there any is there anything that uh, I did not ask you that you wanted to tell people about beavers? No, that's uh, that's pretty much it. There's just you know they're they're a lot of fun. You know, like I said, they're a cool animal to watch. They are an amazing little engineer, but unfortunately, there's just not much here in New York State that you can do other than trap them out of an area. And and we've pulled. We've pulled, and it's an ongoing problem because once they're in an area, you're always going to be trapping them out. It's an ongoing issue. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. And thank you for using the kind of trap that sounds a lot more humane, breaking the neck instead of drowning. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate that. I mean, look, I accept the fact that some that you got to kill beaver because uh, you can't have your home destroyed by animals, no matter how may, how cute you might think they are. I, I just would call for everybody to be humane about it. Just make it fast, quick, easy. Think about the way you'd like to check out. Probably drowning is not real high on your list, but uh, you know, make it make it very quick. Uh, let's go to Bill in uh, Lancaster on WBEN. Bill, uh, any beaver situation in Lancaster? Or you have any other nuisance wildlife? Uh, I'm on the edge of Lancaster. I'm somewhat rural. We have wildlife. It's not a nuisance uh, in general, but I don't really. Uh, I haven't followed the situation in OP that closely. I'm not sure what the entire situation is, but I can tell you that there is a creek in another suburb of the city proper that is absolutely infested with beaver. It has been for 20 years that I've been kayaking on it. Um, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to draw the ire of people who live there who may not be aware of the situation because they don't go out into their backyards. Uh, But a quick paddle through and, you know, the first time I went through, I was like, no way, because there's nothing but tree stumps everywhere, all along the creek. It's just covered in tree stumps. There's lots of beavers. Nobody there seems to have an issue with it, or I'm sure we'd be hearing about it like we are with the situation in OP. Uh, I'm not, like I say, I'm not sure why it's such an issue. I mean, you build a dam, you get an excavator, you drag it out of the way, the creek goes back to flowing. Uh Trapping them, and, you know, I, I've worked with people in the past who actively trap to this day and sell the pelts. Um, it is what it is. You know, uh, what do you do about it? You have to do something about it. You can't let them destroy your homes. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, that OP is not an anomaly. There are plenty of beaver in this area. Um, you do. Um, the other thing I wanted to give you a tip on you do not have to go to the Catskills if you want to see a porcupine. If you want to see a porcupine, go down to Allegheny State Park. I've seen numerous porcupines there. Now, it could be the same one multiple times, or it could be a bunch of different ones. I don't know. I'm not on a first-name basis with them. I give them a pretty wide berth, but there are some rather large porcupines oh, down I, in Allegheny. 
yeah, I, I've got a guy who lives not by Allegheny State Park, but south of Buffalo, uh, the Machias area. And he's got an eagle yeah. eye for all kinds of wildlife. And he sends me pictures of porcupines, uh, various places in western New York. Uh, and I've yet I have yet to see a porcupine. It's one of my goals in life. I have very simple, not loft. Some people want to see the pyramids. Some people want to see the Sphinx. Some people want to see uh, the island of Rhodes and uh, where the uh, where the gladiators fought in the Colosseum. I just want to see a porcupine. <laughs> sure. No, I get it. Listen, and they're real cute too, right? Like you want to go pet them? Probably best not to. Uh, I, I leave them alone. I go the other way. Yeah, but, uh, like skunks. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I have skunks that nest in my backyard, and I have hunting dogs, so I'm intimately familiar uh, with the uh, yeah with skunks. Not you do, you know. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way to harm them. Uh, they pretty much stay to themselves, but. I do have hunting dogs, and they don't stay to themselves. So I keep an eye on my dogs as best I can. How many times have they, how many times have they been skunked? My kids' dogs have been skunked on a number of occasions. Uh, twice so far here. My goodness. Uh, thank thank you very much. Great call. And uh, I have a good day. Uh, th- thank you. I, I will. <laughs> it's already a great day. Talking about what nuisance wildlife you have in your neighborhood and. I mentioned in the first hour of the program, how how many of you have had close encounters with snapping turtles? The first snapping turtle I ever saw was, uh, it was somewhere around Honeyoy, somewhere in that area. Like you could see the sign that said Honeyoy, but it wasn't quite Honey. But I could not believe the size of this turtle. It was enormous. And then we had one in the radio station parking lot um, several years ago, and uh, I actually had a United States Marine from the next building. Uh, he had in his pickup truck. He had the uh, uh, some kind of a cage contraption, so we were able to get the turtle out of the way and uh, put him back in the water. Of course, we don't know what he did after that, but I couldn't believe how big that bugger was. Uh, wildlife issues in your area. Orchard Park, big problem with beavers. How many How many of you have issues with beavers? Um, and again, I think they're cute as anything, but I wouldn't think they were cute if uh, they, were, <laughs> they were building a lodge and my property was being flooded and my house was caving in. They would cease to be cute at that point. Uh, I mean, so would your three-year-old. Uh, let's go to uh, Sue Lockport on WBEN. Hello. Hello. Okay. This is in regards to my mother's house, who has an infestation of snakes. It is so bad that she was running the uh, bathtub, and what pops out of the bathtub drain is a snake's head. So that's how bad the problem is with snakes. She lives in an old stone house, and uh, the snakes love it there. Um, they've been in her um, sitting room where she watches TV, and her cat would be acting real weird, and there in the corner is a snake. So, yeah, um, you walk outside her door, if there's a crack in the concrete, Snake's heads popping up. They crawl up on the stone. Um, she's tried 
basically every repel there is. But uh, my mother, she's in her mid-90s now. But uh, give her about five years ago, you know, the little grabbers that the elderly people use? Yeah. Um, she invested in some grabbers. <laughs> and her nephew, who lives in Texas, told her how to grab a snake, just the back of the head, not hurting it. And she would be grabbing snakes. And I would go over there, and she would have a bucket full of snakes, maybe five, ten snakes in a day. Um, And then she would go in her car, and she would dump them off at a ravine down the road. Or down the road, because they say if you just put them across the street that the snakes come back. Okay, so, this this um, is fascinating to me because I've never I, I've heard of obviously termite infestations, sp- spider infestations. I've never heard of a house being infested with snakes. I find this fascinating. Are we talking about the common garter snake? Um, usually there were some unique color ones that she would sometimes put in another, um, container and say, that's a dangerous one. (laughs) But yeah, we're talking garden snakes, but it doesn't, you know, I'm scared to go over there with those. I'm scared of snakes as it is. Um, now you you mentioned, you mentioned the bathtub drain. Um, I I have Mm -hmm. to ask the question, um, have there been little snakes popping up in the toilet? Uh, no, never there. Thank oh my God! Yeah, goodness. I never thought of that. Oh, that was my very first thought. <laughs> Currently, I'm a sick man. No. Uh, about, uh, about, no. I mean, filling up. A, I mean, you're 95 years old, and apparently, your mom must uh, be exceedingly agile and very spry oh, she, for 95 years old. Yeah, but she can't do the snakes anymore. Uh, catch them. Uh, believe me, if she was outside and in, in a chair, and one came by her, she would ask for her grabber, and she would grab that snake. Uh, but she never harmed them. Um, she just doesn't want snakes on her <laughs> in her house. Uh, has she ever, I mean, I'm kind of curious here, for how long is this snake, snake inf- infestation gone? Oh, gosh. Uh, let's say 20 years, 15 years. But it sounds like it's totally out of hand. Is she called an exterminator or a professional? She has. Um, and that the only remedy um, that seemed to work that lowered the festation um, was from her nephew who lives in Texas, and they've got all the big snakes down there. And it was a homemade, um, you know, organic type of uh, repel that she would mix up and put by all the entryways and things like that. And that sort of nicked the problem a little bit. But now that she hasn't been active uh, with the snake catching, um, I really don't know, you know, how bad it is. But this, uh, that's it. I, I would love to hear from anybody else who's had an issue with snake infestation. Sue, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Of thank all, you. Uh, thank you. Of all of the wildlife issues in western New York, the last I expected to hear in reality was a snake infestation. Those of you who have those beautiful stone houses 
And you see, like, there are a lot of beautiful, uh, what, is it Medina Sandstone houses uh, in Niagara County that were built back in the 1820s and 1830s, and they still look just incredibly strong and robust and sturdy. I, is it true that these stone houses, for whatever reason, are attractive to snakes? Anybody else have a snake infestation? This is endlessly fascinating, and it all started out with beavers in Orchard Park. Leave it to Beaver to get things started. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I just cannot imagine drawing yourself a nice bath and seeing a snake head popping up the drain. <laughs> I mean, I like snakes. I think they're super cool, but I would prefer not to share the bathtub. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.